Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, Josh Davis shares more insight on how you and I can truly thrive under the threat of globalism. As we begin our time together today, I want to encourage you to visit the Resource Center on our website, swrc.com. There you'll find over 1,000 books and DVDs by the nation's top teachers, Bible prophecy, biblical mysteries, and the latest archaeology and apologetics are all found at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. The latest resources from Billy Crone, Lonnie Shipman, Micah Van Huss, and Josh Davis are all found at swrc.com. And available for the very first time, the entire Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference. All 12 speakers, 20 total presentations, one complete DVD set. Topics include secret societies, invisible war on the saints, Jewish roots of Christianity, the earth as it was, unveiling the Antichrist, one world update, and much more. Included in this complete set is Jonathan Kahn's special presentation on the Josiah Manifesto. Order the complete Columbus Conference DVD set today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. Now, here's our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino and staff evangelist Josh Davis. Friends, have you ever felt that there are some people in our country people in places of leadership who really don't like America? In fact, they don't even seem to like Americans. They are deliberately keeping the border open to to a flood of people, many of whom might be terrorists. We know that there are people coming across the border who are on the terrorist watch list. Many of them are OTMs, that is, other than Mexicans. So what's going on? Don't our leaders realize that if we don't protect our borders, We will not have a country, but wait, maybe that is deliberate. Maybe there are some people who want to destroy America because that is an important part of their agenda, a one-world agenda. We're going to continue our discussion with Josh Davis. He was with us in our previous program. He's the author of a really new and great and wonderful book, Rise of the One World Mind. Thank you so much, Josh, for being with us again. Thank you, Pastor Larry. It's my privilege to be back with you. Well, I want to read a few verses from Revelation chapter 13 before we do this second segment. And it's uh, chapter 13. It's really important, really relevant. It's an eye-opening chapter. And I want to read verses 16 and 17. It says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, Josh, Revelation 13 tells of a future one-world government, economy, and system of worship during the Great Tribulation. So what are some signs that our world is moving toward a one-world government? Well, Pastor Larry, you spoke about the crisis that we see happening at the American border, especially with the state of Texas and everything that's happening there right now. 
And I think especially with the Biden administration, their response to the border crisis has been a deliberate globalist kind of response. You see, in order to get to a one-world system of government, we've got to have a one-world citizenship. And there's so many different factors that are tying into this, but I don't look at President Biden and his staff's crisis at the border and their response to that crisis as being ineptitude. I think it's part of their deliberate agenda and what they want to see happen. Ultimately, one of these days, our world is going to have a one-world global citizenship. And as you read from Revelation 13, to get that one-world government, you got to have one-world citizenship. So uh, that crisis that we see, again, the numbers are staggering. Every time you look at it, I keep track of the statistics. When we go and do our conferences, I share those statistics often during my One World Update presentation just to show people how we have moved. And just over the last three or four years here in America, the statistics are astonishing. I mean, in one month, the U.S. Border and Customs said that they had over 300,000 encounters just in one month. And that's larger than a lot of American cities. And we see in the calendar year 2023, the fiscal year 2023, there was well over 3 million encounters at the U.S. borders. And again, that's larger than a lot of our major centers here in America, major cities here in America as well. And so that's just one of the ways that we're seeing a push towards a one-world system of government. And technology is enabling this push. Now, I'm not anti-technology. Pastor Larry, you know that here at Southwest Radio Ministries, we utilize all kinds of technology to get the good news of Jesus out. So it's not the technology that's evil. It's how people are using that technology for nefarious purposes that becomes uh, so deliberate and so evil. And so we're seeing that there is a, a push. And as I said on yesterday's program, it's not necessarily marketed as you need to get on board right now. And like they did with Daniel, it was offering, look at how great this is. You get to eat the king's food. You get the very best that we have to offer. And so people get sucked in by these shiny, cool promises of this emerging technology that's going to transform their life and make things so easy, especially when it comes to the role of government. I mean, Who likes to stand in line for 20, 30, 40 minutes or maybe even hours at a place like the DMV or Social Security office or whatever it may be, the post office? If you could just access those services from anywhere in the world at any time you want to and get the business taken care of very quickly, very efficiently, who wouldn't sign up for that? And that could be a a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I am saying there is a digital push for our world governments. And I think when a government becomes digital, it can very easily be coalesced into one whole, one massive conglomeration, one world government kind of system. And, And the digital move is rapidly gaining ground. The United Nations keeps track of these kinds of things. They release their findings every couple of years. And it surprised me to find out the United States of America was in the top 10 in the nations of the world that are pushing towards a digital 
government, and that means right. digitizing everything that government does. And so what we see happening in America to that end is a real push for digital identification. And there's many things happening around the world, even right now, that's alarming. I've shared here on the Watchman on the Wall radio program in one of my One World Update segments about WorldCoin. And we're going to talk about One World Economy but, and how technology is helping that in, in a little bit, Lord willing. But WorldCoin has developed this thing they call the Orb, and it includes an iris scanner that scans the iris of your eyeball. And it's a unique identifier, and it digitizes that, and it connects with this digital currency. And so we see that technology is aiding this push towards a one-world government, whether that be a one-world identification, whether that be a one-world passport, whether that be one-world health care. The World Health Organization is really pushing in that direction. In recent years, all of the diagnostic criteria that they have became fully digitized for the very first time. So the World Health right. Organization is strongly pushing in this way. Uh, President Biden, over a year ago, and even this year, he reannounced his continued support for a global response to future pandemics. And many people right. say that he gave over the U.S. sovereignty when he did so, that we can't make our own decisions if COVID 2.0 or 3.0 or 4.0 comes down the road. But uh, he said, no, we're going to go with what the World Health Organization dictates to us. And so it's some right. pretty scary things when you stop and look at how that our world yes. is moving towards this global system of government. It's a terrible thing. As you well know, and I guess it's no big secret, I don't want it to be, back in December, I lost my wife of 61 years in a DUI accident in Tennessee. DUI is a terrible thing, and I know personally what it does to a person. The thing that really troubles me, and it makes me very, very unhappy, that under this administration, we are not deporting illegal aliens who are, are caught DUI. As a matter of fact, in a few days, they're driving again, right here in the United States of America. This is atrocious. You know, I've often thought, do these people hate Americans? Yes, they do. Because what happens, I know two or three cases where a DUI individual was caught, was flagged down, was stopped, and he's driving again from Mexico. And I don't hate Mexicans. I want to make that very clear. I love Mexicans. I love everybody. But I think they're being used, and they're being used as, as guinea pigs, so to speak. And here this person just has been let go. He's not being deported, and he's driving, and he kills two Americans. Guess what he was doing? DUI, once again. So this whole thing about how callous, how harsh, how nasty, how outrageous this globalism is, it makes my blood boil. And I can understand, you know, uh, you're kind of a calm guy, but I know you're very exercised about the danger here. And I appreciate that because I think there is such a thing as a righteous indignation and God's people, especially in the next presidential election, need to remember the feeling of a righteous indignation. Even Jesus was angry. Mark chapter 3, verse 4, he looked around with anger at the, the religious uh, narrowness of, of the religious people. Or 
in Ephesians chapter 4, it says, Be ye angry and sin not. Don't let the, the sun go down on your anger. So I think Christians have been so spoon-fed, they have no idea of the awful consequences of sin. We're just too easy. We need to stand up, and this, of course, is a spiritual battle. We need to be praying, but we need to also remember that God uses synergism, God and man working together. And so, I just, uh, you can tell I'm a little exercised about this, but this is a terrible, terrible thing, and we need to realize what's going on. Well, friends, Josh Davis is our guest. We're offering his new book, Rise of the One World Mind, that takes a fresh and very insightful look at globalism, but goes beyond that. The subtitle, How to Thrive Under the Threat of Globalism. Rise of the One World Mind is a much-needed work. Call our Watts operators, 1-800-652-1144. Well, let's get back to our interview. Josh, what are some of the signs that our world is moving toward a one-world economy? Well, Pastor Larry, the, when you try to dissect the one-world government, one-world economy, one-world religion, you can't really dissect it into individual parts. It really has a lot of overlap one with the other. So organizations that are involved in pushing towards a one-world government are also involved in pushing towards a one-world economy and one-world system of worship. And I think about the World Economic Forum as a great example of that. I've got a whole section in the book on this chapter on the rise of the one-world economic mindset that talks about the World Economic Forum. But I also discuss things like ESG scores. I discuss things like technology that we're seeing emerging and helping to make this kind of thing possible. And you read from Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 to 18. The Bible is our foundation, and the Bible is what we go back to to understand what the world is going to be like during the end times. And that's really the big question underlying this book is that how do we see our world moving in that direction? How do we see this world being conditioned to move this way right here, right now? And we could be on the the verge of the door. And of course, the rapture doesn't need anything to happen. I believe it's a a signless event. It's an imminent event that can happen at any time. But we see that the Antichrist is going to set up the infamous 666, the one world economy, that no one can buy or sell anything unless they have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. When I was a kid, I used to think about that in terms of, oh, man, you can't go to McDonald's anymore. You can't go into the grocery (laughs) store anymore. That's going to be a terrible inconvenience. But it's much more than an inconvenience. You're cut off from utilities. How are you going to stay warm during the winter? How are you going to stay cool during the summer? And, And then you think about refrigeration and everything else that your electronics need. How are you going to keep a cell phone unless you've got some kind of of solar generators or some kind of system set up where you can be truly off the grid? You're going to be cut off from healthcare. You're going to be cut off from education. You're going to be cut off from anything and everything that you need money for. And so we're seeing our world moving towards a cashless society. I mentioned WorldCoin and their orb, and that's just one of the players in this realm that we're seeing push us towards a global cashless society 
a central bank digital currency. That's a term people need to be very aware of. I know many of our listeners already are, but it's something that needs to definitely be on every Christian's radar. Central bank digital currency. Our world is moving ever closer to that. Here in America, they're doing tests to see how a digital currency, a digital dollar, could work within the United States. But there's also groups that are doing international testing to see how can we make transactions more efficient between governments. And again, efficiency is one of these key promises that they make. You know, yeah. can you imagine a world where you don't have to have a currency exchange rate? We don't have to compare the U.S. dollar to the British pound, to the euro, to any other kind of currency, because it's all one currency. There's no exchange rate. You can do business with somebody in China, with somebody in Africa with somebody in Spain, with somebody in Argentina, and you can do business with anyone, anywhere, anytime, and transact that instantly, effectively through this digital currency. You don't need cash. You don't need any of these things anymore. And so there's going to be these shiny promises of a new horizon, new business deals that can be brokered, and people making all kinds of money. And people are going to latch onto that because they see the potential. They see the glorious future that could await them. And I say that tongue-in-cheek because we know that there's going to come a time when the Antichrist, according to Scripture, especially the book of Revelation, during the Great Tribulation, is going to flip the script. And instead of using it to set people free for business, he's going to use it to control people. And that's really the ultimate goal of Satan and the Antichrist during that Great Tribulation is control. And so when currency becomes digitized, you're not free to use it any way you want. You don't actually hold that currency in your hand. It's just out there in cyberspace somewhere. And so, for instance, like we had the COVID lockdowns, if it was a digital currency, they said you can't go outside of a one-mile radius around your home. And they would block off your ability to use currency outside that one-mile radius. You couldn't buy any fuel. You couldn't buy any food. You couldn't access anything outside this radius. And I know this sounds very dystopian and and somewhat scary to people, perhaps, but I'm just trying to get people's eyes open to where these ideas can take us. And that's why we've got to be aware of the mindset that's emerging, because all that we hear is the bright, shiny promises of business and technology and how it can be used and how that the future is going to be beautiful and bright. Pastor Larry, I heard the story. It's humorous, but it was true, and it's scary, and it's a good illustration of what we're talking about, that there was this man owned his house. He wanted all the latest and greatest smart home gadgets, and it was powered by Amazon, by and large, and he has his electronic doorbell. He wasn't home at the time. An Amazon driver is bringing a package to this man's house. He has his headphones in, the driver does, and he thinks that he hears a racist comment from somebody inside the house. But it was just that automatic doorbell giving some standard electronic greeting to the driver. So the driver reports that supposed and alleged racist comment back to Amazon. They shut down the man's access to his house. He's locked out of his own house for over a week. And wasn't able to even go inside of his own house until he proved that nobody was home, that my security cameras 
show that nobody was there. I wasn't home at the time. I did not make that comment. I didn't say anything. And it's almost a funny story, but it's, it's tragic and it's eye-opening and it's scary at where technology can take us and the level of control that people could have over us if everything becomes digitized. And if I was that guy, I'd be tearing out all those things out of my house right yep. away. Yep. But this is the way that our world is moving, especially with the economy. And like I said, in the book, I unpack more about ESG scores and the World Economic Forum and so much I just don't right. have time to get into today. Well, Josh, I'm so glad that you brought some of this stuff up, you know, about cutting off medications, hospital care, health care. We're made aware of exactly what is happening today. And I thank God that I'm no longer a preterist and I'm no longer an amillennialist. I've got a book out on that, and I think it's a very important book. But we need to realize that if we don't get into the prophetic word, we will think, well, these things are just happening kind of casually, nothing to worry about. Big Brother will take care of us. Yeah, he sure will take care of us. We'll be gone. We'll be in jail. We'll be without health care. We'll be without medicine. We'll be without everything that we need to live. But anyhow, let's move on. Joshua, how is the world moving toward a one world system of worship? What are some hallmarks? of a global system of, of worship. Well, Pastor Larry, again, this section of my book deals with a lot of eye-opening things that we're seeing happening around our world. And I don't want to leave the listeners in fear. This is not a book of fear. This is a book of hope. And so as we continue to unpack this book over the next couple of days on Watchmen on the Wall, I will be bringing it around to the solutions and to the hope. But we first have to have our eyes opened to the things that are happening around us. That's why I call it Rise yes. of the One World Mind, because our world is being conditioned in this direction, not just for government or for the economy, but for religion or for worship. I use the word worship instead of religion on purpose. I know for some Christians the word worship entails singing in church, but worship is really all that we are and all that we do. Everybody worships Amen. something or someone. And that something or someone may be their own selves, but all of us have some God that we worship. And I want to just share a few of the hallmarks of the one world system of worship. And when you look at Revelation chapter 13, I think the one world system of worship is really the glue that binds the economy and the government and everything together. And when you outline and you study Revelation 13, you understand how that it's going to be a demonic and truly Satan-inspired yes. system of religion during the biblical end times scenario. So how is our world moving in that way today, and what will that look like? What are some of those hallmarks? Well, one of the things that I think is that the one world religion is emphasizing a works-based religious system, yes. and doctrine is downplayed. The message becomes what brings us together is more important than what makes us different. Let's just come together as one, lay aside our differences. You know, back in 2023, we saw the opening of this one world religion headquarters in Abu Dhabi, Muslim mosque, a Jewish synagogue, a Roman Catholic church, all on the same property, linked together yes. with space for worshipers of any and all religions to come and to come together as one on this one property. But it's not just in the Middle Eastern desert. There's a property like that in Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, there's 
places like that popping up all over the world. So there's an emphasis on works-based religious system over, and, and so the message becomes what you do is more important than what you believe. And I think another hallmark is going to be a human-centered worship. Instead of focusing on God, the focus is on people. You know, follow your heart, find your truth. It just becomes a mean to self-fulfillment. It becomes more about finding yourself than it does in finding the truth or finding the one true God. And I think another hallmark of this one world religion is on saving humanity, saving the planet. That goes back to the World Economic Forum and some of the climate crises that they often talk about and some of the messaging and things that we see. And so public worship will focus on the here and the now instead of what is transcendent. It won't focus on God anymore. And it'll emphasize spirituality over religion. That's why I use the title One World Worship, because religion is falling out of favor in our modern world. People see themselves as less and less religious, but more and more spiritual. And so the term religion now is being used with some negative baggage with it. And so the term spiritual seems much more positive, much more inclusive. And so I think that's going to be a hallmark of this one world system of worship. Well, Josh, we're just about out of time, but wow, thank you for another great show. Very perceptive, very current, very relevant, a real warning. And I'm looking forward to having you back with us on our next broadcast. So friends, be sure to tune in once again, and we'll continue visiting with our dear friend, Josh Davis. Thousands of years ago, the Bible prophesied the Antichrist's global agenda for the end times. The prophesied one-world government, economy, and worship mindsets are taking root across the world. The stage is being set for the biblical end-time scenario. Rise of the One-World Mind, the brand new book by Josh Davis, will equip you and show you how to thrive under this threat of globalism. Unmasking the agendas at work in our world seems intimidating. Fear threatens us into silent submission. Guilt trips trick our emotions to get on board with the global agenda. However, we do not need to be scared or intimidated. More than merely listing the problems with the one world mind, this brand new book seeks to offer real solutions. This is not the time to go into hiding. Rather, this is the time to stand boldly upon God's truth. Some of the solutions offered in Rise of the One World Mind include understanding how the one world mindset is rising, discovering God's blueprint for conquering the mindset in your personal life, being ready for eternity, being equipped for this coming battle, being able to stand strong as a faithful watchman on the wall, and ultimately, better focusing on Jesus. Rise of the One World Mind by Josh Davis. Order your copy today when you call 1-800-652-1144. You can also order on our website, swrc.com. Rise of the One World Mind is an excellent resource for Sunday school classes, small groups, and personal study. Rise of the One World Mind by Josh Davis. 1-800-652-1144. 1-800-652-1144. Friends, will you succumb to the one world mind or stand out as a beacon of light in the darkness? Rise of the one world mind. Order your copy today. 1-800-652-1144. More encouragement from Josh Davis on how to truly thrive 
Under the Threat of Globalism is coming up on tomorrow's program. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Please visit our website, swrc.com.